episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Okay. Here's the story about how one of the most delicious breakfast sandwiches of all time got destroyed and how Stella got her groove back. This time breaking up with Joker, but keeping her hyenas. This is Cosmic Birds of Prey or the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Crit. This is your GM Patrick here, your Gotham manager of dank nightclubs and joining me in an all out femme fatale fight are my five freshest and most ferocious players across the digital table from me. He's swinging a bat in the city of Batman. It's Miles playing Raimi. Good evening. On my right, he can sonically blast you with a well-placed scream. It's Tyler playing Adros. <laughs> Flash. Ah. <laughs> to his left, say what you want about him, but it gave us Rosie Perez back. And, and for that, this is a 10 out of 10 movie. It's it's Rebecca playing Alindra. Hello. <laughs> to my left, a black masked baddie playing, uh, played by Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's Drew playing Knack Feldspar. This was the last movie we saw before the pandemic. Yeah. And finally, to his left... Girl power in the form of another orphan of violence, ready for some vigilante justice. It's Jabert as Andis One Four Eight. Yay! A lot of people Hi. don't don't like that movie, but boy, I, I love that it. movie. I, I love, love that it. movie. A lot it's of fun fantastic. with it. Seven good. It's fantabulous. Yes, I thought, I thought that one was was pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, it's it it ranks real real high for me on my favorite comic movie list. It's it's so good. The hair tie scene alone is just like. I was going to okay. say, I love the hair tie scene. Yeah, it's one of the <laughs> Maybe best. Maybe it's sexist, but whatever. I No, it's, it. it's one of the best like subtle scenes or you're just like, this is this is incredible. What I'm watching is just magical. <laughs> it's been a while since I've I've seen it. But, it's just uh, a really fun, fun ride, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. It's one of those movies and not even a lot of Marvel movies are like that, where it's like fun to the point where I could easily put it on and rewatch it. I think the suicide squad or suicide squad the which, suicide squad whichever yeah. is the fun one yeah. <laughs> i could i could <laughs> probably watch that whichever time. the whichever which one is uh watchable that one the one with the, the definitive art article is the definitively best one whoa okay you're busting out some uh english degree over here rebecca <laughs> the definitive <laughs> article <laughs> guys welcome back congratulations are in order here as yeah one of the most well-earned victories here on the podcast has has just been achieved by you all we're getting off of three weeks of a crazy difficult fight and yeah it's time to get back into the adventure unbelievably as i (laughs) uh let on last week that's not the end of the book (laughs) it's so crazy yeah these these higher level adventures are a little little crazier that was the end of part three we are now entering part four of <sighs> the starstone blockade oh why don't we get back in the swing of things with a little trivia recap we haven't had one in a couple episodes so you get all three of them correct and i'll allow anyone to refresh their level reroll. anyone can get a reroll back and if you get all three wrong i will refresh my own which is the first time we've all used ours before i think the level up first for the season so last these, these last few weeks have really really called for it <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah some pretty major 
re-rolls that have resulted in the same dice roll as... I was going to say, I don't think a single one of our re-rolls did us any good, right? No, they did not. I think Uh, several times we just rolled the same thing. Oh, yeah. 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 I think maybe maybe we can look to book three to instead of re-rolls, maybe just doing them like luck. (laughs) Like, you know, an important roll is coming up. You're like, hey, you're rolled. I know, like... It's not really any different, but uh, maybe we'll trick roll 20 into rolling you better numbers if you roll 2d20 at a a time. Last week, you guys sparred with the outsider Fey, known as Niren, as he tried to wrest control of the Star Stone. He rolled a fan critical fumble that broke his second sword. What was the name of that fumble? Anybody? Any guesses? Because it got stuck in Andis's armor. No, that was a different one. That, that was, was a different, different one. one. Oh. Yeah, that one was. That one was like <laughs> I rolled lots of crit hits and crit fails. Yeah, uh, I, I, I feel like I should give you a a hint here because no one's got it. Uh, it's a Dune reference. I didn't. Um, I didn't know that. Rip and tear. <laughs> rip and tear. Yes, of course. No a Dune it, it, reference, not a Doom reference. <laughs> Oh, Dune! Oh, I heard Dune. Oh. <laughs> Tyler was ready for it. Um, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll make a guess. And I, I didn't know this. I, I just Googled it. I was like, where is this from? The fumble was called Mayor Blade Chip and Shatter. Right. And that it did. <laughs> During the combat, whenever you all got within 30 feet of Niren, you had to make a will save or declare your following turns actions what was this ability called Ooh, i think that was called faded actions that is correct yeah there we go no hero no re-roll for you how dare you (laughs) uh last but not least (laughs) over the course of the combat how many natural 20s did not matter one bit because niren was immune to critical hits i think the answer of for that is too many (laughs) way too many uh I believe. Uh, I us I, I, I mean, five. I would say five. <laughs> it seems I like a lot. Yes. I don't I know believe... whether or not you're counting the one that I did against the the uh, uh, mirror image that just evaporated. <laughs> no, no, I did not because that was not against mirror. That was against a mirror image. Mirror image. It was three in total, I believe. Andis, Knack, and then Andis again. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> right? So. <sighs> No boon for you guys. Let's get back into this week's episode as we are fast forwarding a little bit to your large retinue of an ex-Islanti soldier and the reporter for the newspaper, five Skittermander, I think teenagers now. Maybe they've <laughs> aged back a little bit. <laughs> like in, in they've, they've rooted up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they all have like little emo hair flips that they're doing every 10 minutes. <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> I just want to fix the star stone. <laughs> I just want to help dad. Their little <laughs> stomach mouth umbilicals have fallen off at this point. So no. they're, they're, they're almost back. Right. And we see you all re-enter the star chamber maybe with medical teams seeing to your injuries. Uh, I think we, we glossed over this. Alindra Vallis being fitted now with a second prosthetic leg. You are double iron legs up. Maybe some... I already had cybernetic legs. How does this work? Do they so just you had cybernetically enhanced 
your own legs. So, I mean, you have like pistons and stuff. Oh, but now I have full on. (laughs) Yes. The pistons are still there, but now you have prosthetic legs. Don't worry. The the rest of this adventure, I'll try to work on your arms next. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate it. Alindra, we're we're robo flanking buddies now. It's great. (laughs) You guys are up to full health. And if you needed to burn an RP to get your SP back, you could you could have done that between last week's episode and this one. As you return from the Starstone back up to the Planera. Holy cow, I am ooh, I am low on resolve points. Um, <laughs> Same. Very low. Welcome. I think if I were to go okay. down right now, I could not get myself back up. So we can we can let me just write this note down real quick. (laughs) You said we can we can do a ten minute rest? Yes. Yes. So if you need to Um, get your SP back. Taking one of those. But I was I was I was afraid I was in the same spot. Like if he knocked me out of the sky and I fell down and took any damage, you'd be like, "Uh oh (laughs) (laughs) see you later. (laughs) Right. And uh, like I said, you guys can get full healed up with some serums, some magical healings. Maybe there is a a magician there with you. <laughs> it, it, is is the, can, can we just can we just to, like I, take a nap? Yes, I know that's my card. <laughs> I, you've got it behind your back. No, that's how that's how their magic works, Drew. You have to believe that the quarter was behind your ear, or it doesn't work, Drew. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miles. What were you saying? Uh, can, can't we just like go to bed? <laughs> oh no, the the world is ending right now. I mean, That's you can. Everyone will die. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm tired. <laughs> but yeah, we we see here the directorate, Kim, Brisa, June are are all there to meet you. They majority of them, the council, the packed council, are standing around the the central table, and there's dozens. Like they've brought in. Holographic projectors from from elsewhere, just dozens of real time kind of reports, and in the main center here, a projection of Arc Prime. You know, a good look at this kind of almost looks like a a giant dagger or a thorn. This starship in the holographic projector, um, Kimberly June will, will come up to you all, and she kind of looks you over. You know can see that you're maybe healing up but her eyes go wide and she says ah the hidden truth has revealed itself to you all you saw the starstone with your own eyes am i correct is that what the website's based on is that like the is that like a thing in the universe the hidden <laughs> truth the hidden truth is uh, what i i believe the hidden truth is the another name for the the path of allure to yeah Oh, cool. All right. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I don't think I made that up. Okay. Allure <laughs> <laughs> to be blessed. Uh, I, I knew you all were chosen for a reason to follow this path. I, I've been explaining to the council that you all have been fated to deliver Absalom Station and the Starstone from destruction. The fates have, have aligned and they have agreed that y- your path forward should be the head of their strategy. Perhaps you all believe that now as well. I don't know about believing in that, but I believe we have some unfinished business with uh, the invaders. We will attend to it. Lynn Camulin, the uh, steward directorate leader, will kind of draw the meeting to an order as he sees you guys come in. And 
as he does so, there's maybe the the glass in the the windows here overlooking the the center of Absalom kind of shake a little bit. The building shudders as a, there's some far off explosion somewhere that shakes the the entirety of the station. But he'll get things back in order and say, "Is uh, oh, welcome back, Starfinders." I forgot. Let me let me take you guys back to the Planera. See who these figures are again. Oh, welcome back, Starfinders. Cambrisas has informed us of your your mission status, and we have information to share with you. As I said over comms, after having secured Absalom and evacuated the majority of the civilian population, well, we have been reinforced. The Eoxian fleet has rejoined the Armada, and we've got several other ships that have come online in the station's defense in, in the last three hours. An Ahsoki engineer kind of comes forward and, and delivers a report. And you guys get the 411 on this Sivian ship. They say, uh, yes, the vessel known as Designate Arc Prime. Well, if it's anything like the structures that the Drift Rider crew here discovered on, on Hib with the World Seed, well, not even the weapons of our heavy cruisers would put a, a dent in its hull, let alone get past its shields. Uh, likely, the only way to stop a vessel of this size and in time would be to infiltrate and shut down its central processing unit or power supply. There's like high-res telescopic scans that materialize above your heads now here at the main table, showing surface features of the, the ship, Arc Prime. It is a massive vessel, so some of these are pretty far away, but a few of them highlight what looks like a, a large circular structure just on the edge of a very wide trench. There, there are very few features, next to none, on the surface of the vessel, but we've been scanning it from afar for the last few days and have found this single oddity. It's, well, a, a circular structure here on, on the side of the vessel, and we believe it to be a form of airlock door. Some so, sort of a space oddity. <laughs> it's an oddity on the space, on the starship. <laughs> starship oddity. But that, we believe that's going to be the point of access. Well, how, if it's this thing shooting down ships left and right, how do we even get close to that? tiny little door well not a lot of ships will lynn camuel will kind of take the the floor back again and says council have already voted and you all said that you want to take the fight to the sieve and you're going to get your chance i have a star brand heavy cruiser fully staffed ready for you all to lead this armada into battle against arc prime the main plan is we take down their shields and inject you all on the surface of the the vessel and this is where you make your ingress here at this airlock. It's not like a teleport or anything we could use. Anything little. Nothing nothing that get past those shields. And we have no idea what the vessel is like on the inside. Prime executive Mela Cruz will pipe in and say, uh, doing this is, is going to be extremely dangerous. Yes, we're, we're going to be able to move in the Armada to engage, but they will likely counterattack at the, the same time. They have a swarm of drones that we believe can outnumber our own defenders and Absalom station cannot stand another fire from uh, the, the blast that disabled the Starstone to begin with. If they're able to recharge that weapon, well, let's just say we're working under the assumption that we have hours and not days to take down the ship. Then let's get to work. But hey, if and when we get back, 
we all get to call ourselves admirals. Deal? <laughs> Lynn Camelon looks around and is like, I, I mean, I have the ability to give you guys a fuel commission right now if that's what's going to uh, get you to get on this, this uh, heavy cruiser. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you've already saved parts of the universe here from destruction once before, but this is this is more than that. This is the entire packed worlds that are in jeopardy right now if, if Absalom goes dark. But we're going to mount this operation as soon as possible. So we have a, a coordinated series of, of three battlefields that we need to look into uh, a war against their shields, against their fleet of ships, and finally a defensive front here on the station. So shields, ships, station. Any single vessel in these theaters of war, it's, it would be immediately swarmed and destroyed by their their drones. So we're forming up dozens, if not hundreds, of, of vessels into large squadrons. We're going to move them in mass. No matter what, we're going to lose many a starship in this operation. But our moves have to be planned out well. And we're hoping to get your help with that live on the battlefield from the, the deck of the Starbrand. Lynn continues on to explain the forces that you guys have under your command and I've got good news and bad news. Oh uh, boy. The the four teams of expedition forces that you sent out to secure the Yoxian fleet's return, well, they they succeeded in their mission and they came back with eight teams of of ships, nearly 60% of the entire Yoxian naval force, each with a capital ship or carrier at their center, and that is a large chunk of our defensive forces right now, but Unfortunately, the the forces that we sent to the Adari failed to return. And we've gotten word that the splinter force that uh, attacked the uh, Kasathans, well, they've they've not fared well there. And some ships have deserted Absalom to go defend the Adari. And we fought several losing battles here already in the skies above Absalom Station. They've been testing our defenses and looking for places where they can destroy or invade and we've lost about half of our forces due to Civ drone strike attacks and, and probing those entry points into Absalom. But thanks to you all putting out fires, both literal and figurative, around the station during the assault today, we have staunched a lot of our ships from deserting the Armada. And that being said, uh, we're we're ready for a counterattack, and well, we need to figure out how we're gonna divvy up our forces, whether we're going to go for an all-out attack on the Arc Prime, split it up, maybe have some of our defenses here on the station, but uh, even with the shields up and the Starstone reactor back online, it won't take much in an all-out attack for them to to drop us and and put some real hurting on the, the ship. There's a, a voice that kind of pipes in from behind you as Steward Security lets in another presence here to the Pernara and that they say, uh, mm, then perhaps I can be of assistance. See, <gasps> a red glowing figure that floats into the chamber behind you, flanked by Cambrisa June and Kapak. Say, a buffed out looking contemplative. The now demon summoner, Albion's 21 2. He's back, baby. <laughs> Yay. I'm well, so I glad we didn't kill him. I have summoned an army of contractor devils, and they are willing to fly for the doom of Ark Prime. And they could easily take the place of three of your fleet teams with me at their lead. 
Mm, what's the catch, Alibians? No catch. They just really like destroying stuff. So if we oh. set them on taking well, apart enemy helpful. ships, <laughs> they will they will do it. That's the with kind a, of their deal. With a with a with a whistle on their lips. Okay. <laughs> not not even gonna sense motive on that. That's no, just, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lynn Lynn says uh this guy says he knows you all and said it'd be cool if a few hundred devils swarmed the enemy ships and literally tore their holes apart. So I mean, I'm beggars can't be choosers at this point. So I said it was yeah, cool that it comes. <laughs> I'll have to agree. It would be cool. <laughs> it would be very cool. Better Arc Prime than Absalom Station. Right, exactly. <laughs> Keep them busy, at least. This is what we call extremely metal. <laughs> right. So I have good news and bad news for you Again. all. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Good news and bad news. Well, this is stop. podcast news. Yeah. The, the good news is we don't have to do a starship combat that's good news what's the bad news we do have to do starfleet combat <laughs> so oh. let me take us to the map real quick wait is that is that like a whole new thing no well it's it's its own little mini rules you have to command some forces here in the battle for absalom station or maybe the battle against arc prime but <laughs> as it's written in the adventure you have to do this on top of also having a starship combat you, you guys have been through enough in the last three weeks i think i think we can forego that and let the professional stewards run their their heavy cruiser if you wanted to jump in on a round and and do something fun you can but for the most part they are looking towards your leadership to help manage the the fleet and and kind of get the objective done so that's what we're going to be focusing on this this episode in star fleet combat All right. here's the map I've got it delineated for you guys to see into three quadrants in the upper left hand corner here you can see Absalom station and the forces that you ha guys have I've got eight Yoxian ships ten armada ships like assorted armada ships that could be anyone coming to the defense of Absalom Station and three contractor devils up here in the, the corner. In the middle, there's the main fleet battle. And finally, Arc Prime's shields is the, the last area. Uh, you guys are brought to the Starbrand, a massive heavy cruiser, you know, with like dozens and dozens of, of staff on board. And you are met at its gangplank by a steward's admiral very imposing looking Vesk in, in very battle-worn powered armor with about 30 medals on their, their chest plate ranging from Outer Rim pirate skirmishes to wars against the swarm. And he says, Ooh, welcome aboard the Starbrand, Driftrider crew. Uh, I'm Admiral Kosk Varkan, and I'm going to be in command of this vessel. But the, the council have told me that you're going to be helping coordinate fleet movements from our command center. Let me know if you need anything from me or my crew. I hope we can provide you with a smooth ride down to the surface of Arc Prime. Well, let's get to it. Kind of tired, so I'm out of clever, witty things to say. <laughs> how are how are all you guys doing? You just come off a huge battle, and now it's it's on to the next one. Yeah, not not great. Assuming the, uh, with the uh, the news that we have to finish the campaign without taking a long rest. That's not good. <laughs> I mean, I'm we're low on resolve, right? Like we're very, resolve. we're all very sleepy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I do mean, we need to take any time to fix? Like, do we? Do we get to pick up the swords that that dude dropped? 
And do we need to take time to fix the one that broke? Yes. Do, does anybody want to use those? Apocalypse, Vorpal, Devastation, Blades. I don't know if anyone else has access to using those kind of weapons, but there's two of them. And like I said, 12d8 damage. Are they so, operative? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they're... they're uh, yeah, they're two-handed weapons. How is he wielding two of them? They're two-handed weapons. What a what a goober that guy was. <laughs> uh, Such a weirdo. I mean, I guess feed, technically, I feel like uh, Raimi could. Well, let's see. You have to have advanced melee. I'm assuming. <laughs> I, yeah, I would presume sure they're all advanced. advanced melee. Yeah, I think can't, I have. To can't you s- steal that training knack? So actually, I I think I have advanced melee. I think I do too. For your <laughs> tail blade. Well, you, 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 yeah, that, so that would be a specific feat that you took to get that right. Yeah, we we can assume that you guys oh, you can repair them. If as that counted as advanced, <laughs> you, you can get confused with season two's cast. I never, I never use, I never use melee weapons. So okay. yes. right. So we, we can assume if you're not going to sell them because, like I said, with the fusions are like 49,000 credits so if you'd want to just keep them they can be repaired as you guys are getting healed up so you guys are brought on board the star brand which i don't know why Starfinder likes to name so many things with star in the title but that is the name of the vessel and it is a large cruiser probably one of the largest ships that you've been a part of you're brought to the main command center which is you know it's like a Battlestar Galactica CIC or not really the bridge of the Enterprise, but a command center where you can get all the information that all the other ship's computers are providing to everyone else that is actually running the ship. As you get settled here, you get a call from Cattywampus, who's now in the captain's chair of the Drift Rider. And in the background is all the Skittermanders that are now... 20-something-year-olds. <laughs> uh, just little millennial skittermanders. Yay, they're helping. And maybe Zacchaeus as well as he is here. And he, Kai Wampus says, I can't believe y'all stuck me with babysitting duty. <laughs> well, you get to ride on that sweet, massive cruiser. But I hope you all know all of your snacks are fair game in the galley while you're gone. <laughs> so you, you, you might want to... <laughs> You might want to take out this giant world-eating, destructive starship quickly, or yeah, yeah, I'm going to feed them to Skittermanders as well. They can have some, too. No, my black milk. No. <laughs> Your black milk does gone. My All right. Suspicious snacks. Took them all out. They join one of the, the fleets here, the, the Drift Rider. And that will be one you can command and address. You get a call over comms from a familiar ID tag, that of the pirate vessel, the Rusty Rivet. And you see Captain Aquana saying, oh, oh, there, Starbrand. It's Captain Aquana here. Uh, this old bucket of bolts joined up the Armada once we heard, well, we had a chance of punching through that monstrosity's shields. So we, we put out the call and gathered as many pirates from the diaspora as we could and formed our own little unit here. So tell us where where to go, who to shoot, when to shoot them. Can you can you do that for us? It's good to hear your voice over uh, comms. I'm pretty sure that we can 
point you in a place that we need torpedoes. Well, point us where we can do the most damage, but also claim the most salvage for plunder later. Oh, you know I have your best interests at heart. I'll get you somewhere good. Finally, you guys all get a call from one of the Yoxian cruisers bridge, and you see a whole bunch of skeletons kind of plugged in behind a chair that swivels into view, showing none other than Captain Gevalar Skanor at the command. Bum, bum, bum. So it's come to this, Gevalar Skanor, <laughs> my nemesis. On the opposite sides of the battle at last. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're on the same side. <laughs> but he's, he says, uh, it, seems like, it seems like a great deal of this armada is made up of the bulk of the Yoxian fleet. We have you to thank for rescuing these vessels from the defeat at the ha- hands of our prime already. So we pledge to you that we will fight to our last unbreath for the packed worlds. We will sh- prove to this universe that the undead have a great deal to offer in unlife. I know we've had some disagreements and miscommunications in the past, but know for sure that this will be the most glorious team-up in the history of the universe. Uh, from bu- bu- from behind the vid screen, you see another undead. <laughs> Little Gabby, who are you talking to? <laughs> Dad, old, old. Dad has misplaced his uh, glasses. Have you seen them, Little Gabby? <laughs> <laughs> Who's little Gebby? That's Gevelar's Gnore, because he's talking about Gevelar's Gnore Senior from that one. <laughs> I, I, I played I played Gevelar's Gnore Senior in one of our oh, offshoots. One of oh. our one of our Halloween episodes. And and I feel like uh I, I feel like he's season everybody. He's back. Ge- Gevy Gevy Senior would be here at this hour of great need, but he's not a combat participant. He's just Go back to bed, father. <laughs> oh yes. I'm so sorry. This is one of your business meetings I've interrupted. Hello, all you nice people. I'll, I'll get out of your way. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Halfway through the combat, he's going to walk in with like pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone Did else do Space a- Wordle today? <laughs> I'm having problems like with idea. my space Wi-Fi. I like the idea of him in just like a satin robe with slippers, like little bunny slippers, just walking around the s- starship. <laughs> I don't have my hearing aids in, but why is it so noisy outside? How come I can hear in space? I I am a confused old man, and I need help. All right, Tyler. I think I think Patrick's about to, about to end the podcast. <laughs> I thought he I thought he no. was looking something up, so I was just vamping. <laughs> I was I was I was purposefully ignoring you guys so you'd vamp some more. But no, uh, we we have to get to it. As before long, the armada forms a huge arc. Uh, a multi-tiered arc around Absalom Station, getting into an offensive kind of maneuver. And you see, you see starships reaching out in nearly every direction, from steward vessels, planetary military craft like the Eoxians, hired mercenary ships, pirates, all of them, people from across near space, with their 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 weapons primed. You see. Maybe people checking in across all these ships, checking scanners. There are humans here from Los Galerion. You got neighboring Lashuntans, ships of Asoki and the Yoxians, and many androids that were created, enslaved, and then freed, as well as Kasothan and Shearing ships who have found a new home here in the, the packed worlds. 
and several Vesk vessels who were once sworn enemies of the Pact, now some of the greatest allies. And they are forming up a kind of like a chainmail link, a giant shield against this invading enemy force of the ancient alien arc and its fleet of drones, the Civ. Steward Director General Lynn Camelin kind of comes over all calms and, and gives a speech and says, A few days ago, this unknown starship entered our system and ignored our hails and started attacking our, our ships. And earlier today, it made its intentions crystal clear. It seeks nothing less than the Starstone itself. It seeks nothing less than the complete destruction of, of Absalom Station. We don't know its full capabilities yet, but we know we're unlikely to be a match for it as soon as it decides he wants to destroy us. So our mission is to pierce its shield so long that the best of the best among us can destroy the ship from the inside. The destructive potential of the Starstone in the hands of this foe cannot be overstated. Not only would many lose the last remaining touchstone of the world that birthed them, but if Absalom should fall, it would mean the end of the Pact Worlds as we know it. In all the battles we face as a united front, we have yet to sur surrender one inch of ground of Absalom's station, and we're not about to do it right now. I know some of you are, are fresh from battle. You've had no time to rest, ten minute or long, either or. Some of you should never have seen combat this soon. I, I, I ask that you now summon your courage, your discipline, your your pride, and serve side by side with us once more in a united fronts. Give today everything you have, for if we lose here, there will be no tomorrow. There's a rousing Arr. shout from all the Yay. combined ships here, but communications cut off, leaving only the silence of space as you hear the Starbrand's engines powering up. And a few minutes later, you get a, a call over a private channel and it's Kim Risa June saying, uh, you all, you don't need good luck. You have a lore or two on your side. Just know that I, I have family that is serving on, on many of those ships. They'll be fighting with you and I will be here thinking of you. So just please give it your all. Right. Let's talk about Starfleet combat. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> It, it's going to be rounds. How many flybys there. can we do per turn? <laughs> you have only a few actions because we're not doing a starship combat, Drew. Oops, all flybys. So <laughs> the name it, of this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you may or may not be excited about this, but we are talking about ability score rolls for the most part. Some skill oh. checks. Oh, but no! Uh, there are three areas of engagement. I said the shields, the ship, and the station, Absalom Station. And each area of engagement has a, a win point and a lose point. You can lose the battle if the enemy gains too many successes. And you can win each of one of those three areas if you gain a bunch of successes. So the main goal is to take down the shields and, it, you know, Put yourself onto the the surface of, of Arc Prime. Uh-huh. You can do that very easily by eschewing the other two battlefields, if you'd like. That will have pretty 
cataclysmic consequences if you do so. But um, that is a possibility. The other possibility is you can win all three battlefronts and, and still move on, but you might not have enough time to do it. Do it well. So uh, we have a limited number of ships, fleets of ships that you guys have at your disposal. 21 is what I, I count here. The 80 Oxian, 10 uh, Armada and the three contractor devils. Those you can use to divide up amongst any of the battlefields that you'd like in each one of those will give you a plus one bonus to whatever your battlefield role is for for that area. Each okay. round, you can make one roll for each of the battlefield areas. And there are basically, if you roll a success, and I'll tell you right now, it is DC 20. These are going to be <laughs> DC On an 20. ability check. On ability. an ability check. Well, it's very specific abilities. We are talking intelligence, uh, <laughs> Wisdom. So you, can't even, so you can't even use like the ability you're good at. You gotta <laughs> it's a specific one. Well, That's these are brutal. these are you guys planning out like attack patterns or sending words of encouragement because charisma is one of the three. It's the three mental stats. Or you know, outsmarting the enemy. But once again, I have nothing to do in <laughs> this in space. Well, there's other things you can do besides those roles, but taking a look at the stats probably will focus on knack and rainy making some battle plans or shouting words of encouragement and then i think tyler you might be the, the next highest ability score or, or rebecca what's what's your charisma rebecca five yeah i mean that's oh, not, yeah. that's not bad <laughs> yeah but, but to hit a dc 20 that means just a rule of it's a 15. Well, I, 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 we don't know all the details yet but i mean like in, in yeah. that well like i situation, said the 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 bonuses that you can get you have up to plus 21 <laughs> in sure. you can put each of these ships to one of these areas and that gives you a a bonus uh and then you also get bonuses if that's the only thing you're going to do in your turn and you can aid one another i'll allow that okay. at least one person to aid but okay. yeah wow. you have to secure each of these objectives and it's very possible to fail them there is critical failures if you roll i believe four below the the dc i'll double check on okay. that i'm glad they included those <laughs> are you well there's not a critical success so <laughs> oh what a bunch of what a bunch you, of uh, what a bunch of buttheads. wait no no if if you there is a critical success if you oh, okay, su okay, exceed okay, it by five or more so a dc 25 you gain like two victory points instead of one and if you fail by four or less it's just a regular fail, but five or more. And as a there's unique critical failures. OK, so so how many <clears throat> victory points are we are we aiming for here? Who knows? I'll tell you once they right. are secured, but it is going to be a fluid battle because the sieve can gain points and, and take yours away or. But, but, but you, you said that we can trivialize this if we just sacrifice the whole fleet, right? <laughs> you can make you can make one giant spearhead and it's very possible to secure the shield victory almost immediately. Okay. Wow. That is oof. It's a lot. And I have even more because there are four additional abilities oh that you can God. use during, during the, the, the combat. Oh my they God. are 
encourage allies, which is kind of like a captain action. Attack Arc Prime Shields, which is a gunnery action. Scry Arc Prime, which is magic or magic officer. These are skill checks, not ability score checks. And scan Arc Prime. And these will have different abilities that uh, that can help out. The encourage okay. allies one basically reduces the amount of victories that the Civ can get on each of its rounds. The attacking the Arc Prime shields can give basically a victory point for scoring a a powerful attack. The star brand that you guys have access to has a super X laser cannon, which is 3d4 times 10. So if you don't roll four ones, you're basically guaranteed to, to hit that damage threshold of 50 points. Okay. Uh, let's see. I've even really read the scans, the two scans, but one is a mysticism check and allows you to reroll a check during the fleet phase. So you can reroll one of these ability score checks <laughs> and the scan the science officer scan is a computers and uh, I think it does the same thing. It's another reroll. Yeah. yeah. So chances to, to help your allies help out other ships and stuff. Woo. Yeah. Listeners. If you'd like to know what the crew, the cast looks like, it's uh, like a college professor who turns around and realizes that the entire, their entire student body is asleep. <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, this, I, I can't wait for I can't wait for like when we come back to record in three weeks and Patrick has to explain all these rules. <laughs> uh, is there like a cheat sheet or something? I need to read it. Like I can't yeah, listen. I just I, 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 I just can't. provided it. To it you. goes in one ear and out the other. Oh uh, yeah, it's in Discord. Oh. It in Discord. Well, the the four that I just talked about those actions, but otherwise it's just a. A wisdom, intelligence, or charisma check, and only one can be done for each of the the areas. So, okay. And, and, is that, and, your, and what are the total, areas? Your what are the areas? The Absalom Station, the okay, the, the main fleet battle, or battle, the okay. and the shields. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And I will say there are there are consequences for failing in any of the battlefields, and there are bonuses if you like kind of finish the fight. So it is totally fine if you want to just like focus on one area at a time or divide up your forces you guys can go wherever you'd like but yeah you have 21 forces to divide up let's talk about this first turn as you're you're starting the battle there are thousands upon thousands of of civ drones as well as larger Civ vessels that have formed up in all three of these these areas. And as I said, we are skipping the starship combat <laughs> portion of these combats because this would be another like three part <laughs> combat if we did that. And the 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 captain can can handle what is what is happening here. So but we're, we are still going in kind of like turns. So the first turn, where would you guys like to start dividing these vessels up? Where do you want to focus up first? Do you want to you want to do? I mean, do you guys want to just do like seven, seven, seven? I feel like that is what they want us to do. And that might. I mean, uh, I, I just I, I just don't know that I have any reason to do anything other than 777. We have a number by seven by seven, 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 like seven for each of the three areas. Yeah, you have 21 ships fleets in total. 
I yeah. the only the only thing I assume that we're gonna we who are in the star brand are gonna be focused on the shields because we have a we have a gun that does a absolute bonkers number and so that would be the easiest thing to help get the shields down and if we're there then I would feel comfortable putting additional additional units in the other two sectors so mm-hmm. it, you know like maybe if we did eight eight five sure okay do you want the drift rider in any particular zone the uh, safely it, far is, away it, it, is, is, is it is it different from any other ship well I mean, it has your, it is your ship and it has your friends on it. So, I mean, it, we have friends on all these ships, you know, I mean, Gavilar's Gnor is on a ship. I mean, we get, there, there's some, there's some important NPCs that are going to die here today, I think. So. Well, that is, that is always a possibility, but it, it, it still begs to, to, to ask the question, uh, which quadrant do you want the Drift Rider? Defense is fine. And then the Rusty Rivet can be a part of the fleet battle since that is probably where they're going to get the best salvage. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I heard 885. Where do you want the Yoxian fleet? The Yoxian fleet. They seem like they, they've been pretty in, interested in getting into the battle. So you can put so the most of them in the, in in the, the main battle. Okay. Do you want them in the main battle or do we want them backing up the uh, backing up us trying to get to the Dark Prime? We- Kevlar Snork can volunteer to help you guys out at Arc Prime if you only want eight in the middle. Yeah, that sounds good. Eight in the middle, then <laughs> what about the, the contractor devils <laughs> and Alabians 21 2? <laughs> Alabians, I think, should go wherever they're most likely to die. That, that's up with us. Yeah, I think Jeez. I think he should be up here with us. Just uh, <laughs> get those right. get those devils uh tearing up. <laughs> Tearing up ships on, on the offense. Okay, we got we got a whole bunch of contractor devils flying in formation around the star brand and Eoxian <laughs> fleet and a, uh, a steward's kind of fleet around the, the star brand as well. So you're leaving behind eight for the defense of Absalom station. And you can change these between turns, mind you, but eight in the thick of it and five around the star brand. Let's get into combat. <laughs> yeah, so it is very much a a huge starship combat. There have been skirmishes for like the last day or so around the the Ark Prime around Absalom Station, but they've not committed to a full out attack yet. But once they see that you guys have mobilized and have moved out of the the main orbit of Absalom Station, Thousands upon thousands of drones begin to spill out of Arc Prime, out from dark regions where they've kind of remained hidden in, in in the cold of space, and and form up huge amounts of battalions of of drones and vessels. There's about five full groups on each of these main battlefields, and yeah, they are going to look to defeat your guys's forces and multiply. In, in kind of win each state and your ships will be destroyed. Your your friendly ships will be destroyed if they succeed. What do we want to do first? You got to have some basic actions. The the encourage allies arc prime shield attacks the the scans. Is there anything you'd like to start with? And everybody has like an action each just like starship combat. <clears throat> so encourage allies is a charisma check. It looks it, like it is a diplo. It is a diplomacy check. DC 35, DC 35. diplo. Oh. So you're sending out a broadcast to all allied ships to yeah. bolster morale. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. I have a plus twenty-seven okay. to doing doing this action means you don't get a bonus to so then, then the let me hold off at the that, end. Then. Well, no, yeah, you just don't get your your bonus. You can still roll it. Wait, so you just yeah. So you're just you're foregoing a plus one bonus on the ability check. Is am I understanding that correctly? Uh, to... It's a little bit more than that. It's plus four. Okay, so you're foregoing a plus four bonus. So let me not do that then. Okay. <laughs> let me. Uh, let... Uh, does. Is there anybody else who has a high di- or a semi-high diplomacy? Because this is still a good thing to do. Like yeah. diplomacy or charisma? It is diplomacy. This is diplomacy. Well, I have diplomacy. Yeah. I have a plus 23 to diplomacy. It's pretty good. Oh. Alindra, give a speech. How about that? <laughs> I'm confused. Why is Knack not doing it? Because it, it because he loses the ability. So if Knack does this, then when he rolls the ability check to determine to get victory points or whatever uh he loses the plus four bonus that he would get okay, because he, because he's done another action checks. if that's Correct. all you do in your turn then you get a, a little bonus yes and okay. the, the, it's it's much more dire if you were actually in starship combat and having to decide between you know shooting the guns or reorganizing the shields but this one it, it's still pretty dire okay alindra will stand up and uh give an inspiring speech to her to her allies that are on the ship. Do I turn on comms to do it? Oh, yeah, you're talking to the entire fleet. Talking to the whole fleet. Yeah. So make your words count. Our universe will not die today because we won't let it. We today call upon the dark and the light and make them collide in our to our benefit or something as a Solarian would do. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. All right. That's a nice one, Admiral. Oh, you I can also add one D six to that. You don't, I don't think you need to. Yeah. You can't critically succeed at these roles, but you do get your full bonus here, which is the arc prime enemy only gets two strategic gains at the end of this combat round. So Sweet. pretty darn useful. We'll see how that works at uh, the end of this turn. Tyler, did you have something you wanted to do? So it, I take it that if I were to, if or sorry, if I were to, if Adras were to do the, because Adras isn't going to have really anything to do when it comes to like the victory point rolls, right? As I have understood it. What's your highest mental stat? Three plus three. It's not the best. Like I said, the yeah. other allies would probably get more bonus, but you can still roll it. It's if you want to do it. You can only do one per area, but um, uh, Jabert, what's how many how many victory point roll? We're making three victory point rolls, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have okay. to, but you can up to okay. three. Jabert, what's your highest mental? Four. Okay, so you're better. I was thinking someone could do the gunner, the attack arc prime shields, so that yeah. we could get a plus one status for the arc prime shield area of engagement. Yeah, so my bonus would be eight plus 12, 20 for that. So I'd have to roll a 17 to hit that. Okay. So And my mine's a 21, so we're pretty much right, the same. Pretty much the same. Because it's your ranged attack roll, right? Right, yeah. And I'm not full dead. So. Okay. So... Maybe a Dross fires the shield and you do the ability or does sure. Dross does the gunnery thing and you'll do the ability. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take the attack arc primes shield action. Oh, yeah. I need to hit an AC and TL of 37. 
Ad- Admiral Vorkan comes on. It's like, you better, you better be sure about this if we're giving up our main gun. We haven't scored any hits that have been demonstrably useful yet. You, you got some kind of higher power looking out for you, uh, Varanis. Well, Serenry hasn't failed me now, and I highly doubt she will let us fail in this battle. So let's see what we can give him. Yeah, yep, AC of 37. 37. Oh, boy, I have to roll pretty high. I, well, I think there is also a, let me see, uh, we got a, a Mark V Trinode computer on this ship, so you can oh. get a little bonus there. Oh, that's plus plus five. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Easy. Cool. Okay. okay. So I'm gonna just roll a ranged attack roll, and we'll just see what happens. I have no re rolls, right? <laughs> oh, right. No. We're all out of those. Those are a thing of the past. <sighs> we're playing. Hate- we're playing normal Starfinder. I hate this so much. No pressure, Tyler. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's a critical hit. Oh, natural 20. There you go, baby. <laughs> oh, it's not oh. how easy we can go from like, this is the worst game ever to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. So 4d10 times 10. Okay. Slash roll. It doesn't do double damage in Starship combat, right? Nope. 4d right. 10. Uh, normally, it would just do another... Another critical, yeah. If we made it through the shields, which bump bump, yeah. uh, sixteen times ten is one hundred and sixty. Sorry, I, I. What are, what are, what are you wooing about? That's really low. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I I misspoke. It's four d four times ten, not four d ten. Wow. Oh, try uh, try that again. I'm roll really you, you just don't roll all ones in the six. Eleven, one hundred and ten points of damage. Yeah. Nice. So if you score fifty, you get a a. A perfect shot at one of its like the weak points of its shield. So this thing is so huge. It has hundreds of shield generators, probably that make like a web across this thing. Almost a a six sided hexagonal web like we might use on a map here. And you score like the weak point between like where three of these shields match up. And you see all three of them kind of like taking damage at one time. And that does count as a success for um, this this area here for the 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 Arc Prime shields. Who wants to? I think you said you want to do something next. Uh, I think I'm going to just roll some whiz. Okay, so Miles or Drew, do you want to hold off on on actions and and roll for for those as well to see how that goes yes sure okay so the three of you are putting your heads together at the command center and maybe moving little miniatures holographic miniatures around on the map who wants to take responsibility for the defense of absalom station um a plus eight bonus plus four if you haven't done anything else so i need I, I, i probably need plus 12 right now I see. I think I probably need that one because I think I have the lowest uh, ability modifier for a mental. Okay. So, yeah, you're you're directing some friends, including the Drift Rider back here at Absalom Station. Come on, Drifties. Go ahead and roll that. Roll them bones. They've perfectly average or a little less. Uh, 14. 14 plus plus 12. That's 12 26. 26 so that is a critical success yeah Woo-hoo! yeah Beep, uh, which means yeah the the defense is going very well that counts as a 
a critical success and the ships are outgunned, outnumbered, but still holding their own as maybe some point defense systems on Absalom because the Starstone reactors like hyperpowered right now start taking out ships left and right. Next, we have the main fleet battle. That's our friends in the Rusty Rivet, the main Eoxian fleet in a massive, you know, star starship battle that looks like just thousands of little pinpricks of light behind you guys in, in between Absalom and the, the Civ Arc Prime. Uh, who wants to take responsibility for rolling this one? Well, who's this, who has the highest mental bone ability score bonus? Who's got um, the eight? I have the eight for int. I have a five mm. for int. I was hoping there was going to be some more charisma stuff with this. No, no, it can, Drew, it can charisma? be charisma. Yeah, oh, yeah. It can be charisma. Then I guess seven yeah, for yeah. charisma. So. All right. Okay. So I think Drew should do the fleet and then Miles should do the shield team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then Drew, give, roll that beautiful charisma. You're, you're shouting out battle commands, giving encouraging words to the Eoxians. Bum, bum, bum. Natural oh. to. But you still got it. You I was about to say, it. with plus 12, I think that's just a success. So a Ooh. single success Ooh. here in the, yep. the main fleet. Oop. Of course, okay. when I have all the stats, but when I need them, <laughs> I roll twos. <laughs> I, but you still, you but it's roll, still success. It's not a critical roll, fail. Uh, a one that, that's, that's why, that's why yeah. it wasn't me in there. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. All right. Let's go to the shields. Right. Prime shield, Ramey. All right. So this is a plus nine to your intelligence. Ooh, it looked like it was oh. going to a two as well, but 18 on the dice, a critical success. My lad. Pew, pew. Yeah. So the forces around the arc prime are greatly diminished as you guys have scored three successes here before the end of the round. And because we had a successful rousing speech from Soon to be Admiral Alindra. <laughs> I only get two reinforcement rolls. These are two D6s to see where they're sending more folks. And I've rolled a two and a four. Just let me double check. Uh, oh, boy, you guys have lucked out. They do not have the the forces to re-engage at the shields right now. But both the station defense and the thick of battle, it seems like they're pressing forward, get reinforced, and they gain a, a single success in each of those areas. So we'll put some forces back here. But it seems like your offensive has worked very well against the shields as we go into round two. So I'd like to pretty much do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless people want to. Yeah, I mean, that that seemed like that was a pretty good, pretty good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and uh, all, all the only thing I would change this time is now that we know we have that trinode computer, uh, Rebecca, don't you you get you get yourself a little plus five on that diplomacy check if you want it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think minimizing how many reinforcements Patrick can hand out is going to yeah. be that's that's uh, pretty helpful, pr- pr- pretty nice. And then the only thing we may have to look at doing is if the because we only got. We got three successes from the shields, two successes from Absalon defense, but only one success at the fleet. And Patrick pretty much just got that straight back. So we may need to do, we may need to try to get a bigger role in that regard, but 
otherwise yeah. I think it's still it's still going pretty well. So I mean, I mean, right? That, that was that was that was we we stayed we stayed even with them. Yeah, with a natural with a natural two on that roll. So yeah, that's I, true. I will, that's true. I will say the 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 trinode or quaternode, whatever it is. You guys can have one of those bonuses. They're also like the, the ship's crew has to use those as well. Too. Oh, okay, they're, they're like fighting off three drones, just the star brand itself right now. Okay, so, so, so essentially, we, so maybe we, we maybe we, we, we let maybe we let Tyler use that on the guns. It's up to you. Oh, oh, okay, I see. Because. We only get we can use it once per round, essentially. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, Rebecca, I guess let's just start off with encouraging allies again. You do have an extra one d six on this, so feel pretty All right. confident. Yeah, I'll open comms again and say to the fleet, Eoxian brothers, goblins, pirates, <laughs> we must all band together. Lend me one. your pointy ears. <laughs> <laughs> Against the uh, the scourge of the Civ that are attempting to take our world, we will not let them. As as you're giving this rousing speech, I think there's some crackling that cuts through it over the same broad band as a a dark, deep voice calls out from the void from Civ space around Arc Prime that says. You are but a speck on the flow of time. Your lives will revive the empire that has stretched across eons. Seems seems like they they're, they're hacking your comms. They're Rebecca, tell them to ignore that. Tell them that's not that part was a big yeah. joke. Yeah, tell but them, did they broadcast hysterical. that in common or did they broadcast oh, it in yeah, Civ so in no one knows what they said? They did no comment. They haven't been around enough. <laughs> oh, Only the what, people with comprehend languages understood it. <laughs> whatever or whoever this is, uh, they're speaking common. <gasps> and it's it sounds it's it's crazy deep voice. It sounds familiar, like you've heard it before. Do I recognize it? Do you want to make me uh, be an intelligence check? I can try. I have plus two to intelligence. Oh, you're a professor. Hmm. <laughs> but you had your college degree. The 16. This is, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a voice that you've heard in your adventures before. Ooh, or what exactly it is. It, it seems like it's been some time, but... It is. It sounds like it kind of reminds you of the the trillionaire's voice, the Zeoris, the the dragon lord, but much deeper and and kind of more resonant. Make me that uh, diplomacy check, Rebecca. All right. Oh, it's a time dragon. Oh no! <laughs> it's time to reset. The beginning of the book. It's a thirty-six. Oh yeah. I roll my one d six on top of that. It's a success, oh. so you don't have to. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, that would be a 40. <laughs> Rolling well. Okay. Who wants to go next? I'm just taking the shot with the plus five. Blah, blah. Yeah. So whatever this is, plus five. 29 plus five is 34. Uh-oh. That is not a success. Oh, no. Bounces right off the center point of one of the shields. Maybe they've they've done some realignment since your last attack. Admiral Vorkan comes over, comes and says, you can't win them all, kid. <laughs> the, their, their shields are way beyond our own. If we don't get through this and, and win this combat soon, they're going to be able to completely recalibrate. And all of our, our uh, weapons fire will, will not have any effect. 
Sorry, is he trying to warn me against something? I'm not quite sure. Uh, you guys have a time limit on on how long this this battle can kind of go. Let's... I agree. My favorite thing about all video games are time trials. Those are my favorites. <laughs> I like time trials where the where the clock's invisible. <laughs> uh, you, you guys are ahead on a couple locations here. Does anybody want to try to do a scan action instead, or do you guys, you know, and eschew that plus four bonus? No, I don't. Not for me. So just just for the listeners, if we do a scan, DC thirty five computers, yeah. Yeah, it allows us to re-roll. The PCs have one re-roll during the fleet phase, which is the, which are these ability check th- things. So yep. essentially, we can forego the plus four to have a chance at a re-roll. But considering Drew and hey, Miles succeed well. on like a two or higher, <laughs> it's it's kind of eh. I know you know the I re-roll mean, the would only be mostly we would really want is the re-roll to attack the shields. Right, that's which is not, not the, which is not the kind not of the fleet role. Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah, so I don't yeah, I don't I don't I, I agree. I don't think it's super okay. critical. Let's um, go back to them roles then. Do you want to do in the same order? Uh Andis with Absalom Stationed Wisdom? Yeah. I might switch to intelligence because it's the same one. And I'm going to oh, you got uh, a battle plan this time. Cast my uh, computer brain into the deep webs and look through all the satellites that are out out in, out in space and use it to coordinate coordinate attacks and provide intelligence. Well, I thought you were an android, but it turns out you're cyborg. I'm <laughs> you're a the superhero cyborg. Boy, need my need my bonuses. Uh, Twenty seven. Yep, that is a critical success here. Yeah, at station. Well done. Well Woo. done. Boop, boop. All right, Drew is up. All right, here we go. Let's see if uh, Nax Charisma can maybe win the day this time. I was going to, uh, I'm actually going to say say something real quick. I think if we get a critical success either on the home front or on this one, we can finish that zone of the battle. Is that right, Patrick? Is that um, is that how that works? On which one? On either the Absalom side or on the shield side. Uh, if we get a critical success and clear those last two, does that mean that that, portion of the battle is finished unless they reinforce it yes ah okay yeah if you wipe out all the the enemy forces from any kind of area that is a victory okay all right area right so 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 like if you want to if you roll well you might just get a victory on one of those two next turn yes right now he's rolling for the the fleet battle at the the center right what i'm suggesting is that he doesn't have to roll for the fleet battle right he could Uh, roll for something else right no, no. There's only one role for each area. Oh, I so. understand. Okay, sorry. So, yeah, I mean, you could do something else, like I said, next turn. But once you roll me that charisma right now, Drew, for the the main battle, which is pretty much dead heat. Da-da-da. Ooh, nice. like a, a critical success. You guys are rolling yes. very well. So, a couple forces going down here. You see. Maybe the rusty riff hit just like blasting through some some debris that was like three drones before come up. It's like, thanks for the encouragement, uh, Knack. Sorry, I tried to kill you that one time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, took you to try to kill you. Just um, say that you tried to kill Admiral Feldspar and we'll call it even. We have a couple of main fleets against your contractor devils. The <laughs> Givlar Snores capital ship fleet and the star brand Miles make that intelligence roll. All right. This is very much Ender's game style. You're 
you're behind enemy lines. You're directing the forces. Ooh, another okay roll, but you've got your all your bonuses. So this is a critical success, yeah. which means these forces are going down. And I have two, two, two reinforcements to roll here at the end of the fleet battle. Okay, and I've rolled a one and a three, which means the shields are successful. The shields have yeah, victory. Uh, let me read some some more rules here. Well, yeah, the, the thing that you really needed to focus on, that is a victory. Nice. All right. As you blast through the the shields here, Admiral Vorkan comes over the comms and uh, after you you direct all the ships, he's like, attention, all, all vessels around the Arc Prime shields, direct all fire to the following coordinates. Fire on my mark for the stewards, for the pact. For Absalom, there's a final silent volley from hundreds of ships that unleashes a storm of weapon fire at the Civ vessel. Missiles, lasers, plasma cannons, things like that. The giant point weapons of some of these cruisers and, and gargantuan ships all firing at a point that looks to detonate about a kilometer above Arc Prime's bulk right above the hull and you see energy kind of crackling in a spider web across the shields here that dissipates outwards. And you see a few of these hexagonal shields going down as in the previous rounds, whenever scores have been hit like that, you can see in real time, the ship's power fluctuates and bringing those shields back up. But this time the, the barrier kind of warps and pops and there's a, a swirling vortex as the Armada's volley pierces through and some even land and, and hit the hole, kind of bouncing off of it. The the dour looking Vesk Admiral shows back up on your your view screen. He's got a gash across his head. and He's like, ah, by Demaratosh's blade, uh, we've done it. I don't know how long this breach is going to stay open, but I'm assigning the last of our unscathed ships to escort you down in one of our drop ships, Starfinders. You've done it and and. I need you to go down there and give them hells for us. We'll, we'll do it for you and everyone else who's defended the station today. Affirmative, Captain. I mean, sorry, General, whatever. Admiral, Admiral. probably. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. It's Admiral. Everyone's a cad- <laughs> I captain. I introduced myself that way. I'm I'm the king. I'm the king of space. So everyone's a captain to me. The <laughs> <laughs> king of space. <laughs> I don't think you. Uh, I don't think you have. <laughs> the the proper clearance be king. Beep but. boop. I put a crown on my head. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. So the battles are still raging for Absalom Station and the the fleet here, but uh, you guys can trundle into a a drop ship that is on board the Starbrands and a trundle, and we shall go. <laughs> as as you eject out, you have a hundred contractor devils and Eoxian bone fleet ships kind of escorting you down in a massive spearhead formation. And this, old, now this is Ender's game. This is very much Ender's game as the, the pinwheels of the point defense fire around the, the escort lights up as the few remaining straggling ships are trying to take you guys out. There's a, a stray blast from one of the surface level guns on the, the civ ship that rips through and a an undead pilot will pilot no more. There's just a cloud of fire and debris and bone white bulkheads kind of behind you. 
But yeah, at, at the last moment before they get down towards the hull, they they start to veer off and leave your ship hurtling through the gap in the shields alone as a blaze of weapons fire comes up from the deck, from the, the scarred hull of Ark Prime. And it is, uh, we're, we're moving, we're going through all Starfleet <laughs> uh, descriptions here because now it is definitely trench run territory on the surface of the Death Star. Dozens of, of surface turrets, turrets track your movement and unfortunately it doesn't get you where you're going before a massive explosion rocks your vessel and life support engines immediately start glitching as you start taking hull damage shields going down it seems like it's going to make a rough landing on the surface of arc prime but still within like a mile or so of your point of entry hold on to your butts why don't you guys make me everyone a reflex save I was hoping he was going to say, to be continued. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get this reflex going first. Oh, boy. All right. We've got three successes. And no, four successes. It's DC 23. <laughs> Rebecca's squeaking Ooh. it out. Squeeze and Ross taking full damage from the crash as you guys fall to the surface of the Arc Prime. There's 109 points of bludgeoning damage. Can you can you imagine if I hadn't healed up and then I just killed yeah. me? <laughs> Die in the crash. Uh, yeah, no, I think everyone's okay here. But on the half, if you succeeded, that is still 54 points of bludgeoning damage as your ship goes down. Maybe the the airlock opens up and you are on the the alien surface. Uh, above you, a massive starship battle still rages as you have to seek out the entry onto the ship. The explosions and miasma of carnage above you in the, the heavens as there are hundreds of miles away. Absalom Station, a little point of light in the distance. The explosions above you spelling out the words, of course, to be continued for another bah, time. Bah, bah, bah. You've set up all the other fleets for potential victory as well, but your mission is a more personal one. It's time. It's time to sieve meet you guys head on. And that's going to be next week's episode. Exciting. Sieve seven. Right. This time it's personal. I mean, unless they do a barrel roll and then we're dead. Oh, yes. Right. Let's just hope that they don't move at all. Can a capital ship do <laughs> a barrel roll? And let's, let's hope that they don't put the, put on the brakes or anything and just send us yeah. fleeing off into the shields. <laughs> I don't think that's how physics works, does it? Captain, it the, yes. Captain, the drift, the, the drift rider crew is on the outside of the hole. Jump into the drift real quick and then we'll pop back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, they're gone. Right. That's going to do it for this week's episode, guys. Uh, thank you for playing with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And the listeners, thanks for listening. We will catch you next time here on Cosmic Crit. Good night. Space Ahoy. Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated.
The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.